but there's always stuff in there. Ooh. Ooh. Quiet oh, Storm got, got a haircut. Got a haircut. Oh. How, you, how you guys <laughs> open up on Dizzy? me my haircut? Yo, my man really did get a haircut. Word. Yo, because he was looking like a bear. That's because, like a- <laughs> yo... That's because he thought we was taking picture day Savage. today. Savage. He thought it was picture Yo, day. What happened? I thought it was, it was set up for nah, today. Nah, but Mike ain't have a cut in a month, so I couldn't <laughs> do that to him, son. <laughs> son, I get four cuts a year, B. Yo, quarterly. Quarterly I cuts. Quarterly cuts, man. Yo, knowing part podcast. What up? What's going on? What's popping? What episode is this? 12? I don't know. I, I can't keep count. Yo, I want to give a shout out to it's Mike. It's the episode after the last one. Yo, shut up. I'm trying to give a shout out, broski. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yo, Mike Crackiolo, <laughs> I hear you, son. He's our number one only fan. I love you, Mike. Keep no, listening. This is episode yeah, episode 12. <laughs> yeah, it's episode this is episode 12. 12. Yep. Yeah, episode Ooh. 12. You been in it that long in this game? What? Yo, <laughs> we in the double digits, son. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an OG in the podcast game. What's that? Right that's now. three months, twelve weeks. Yeah, yes. three months, man. So we that's a quarter. Yeah, that's a quarter, right? Wait, that's a quarter of the year already. Yeah, wow. We did a quarter, son. Yo, son, it's an anniversary. We busy. <laughs> We, it's we need to anniversary. We need to celebrate. <laughs> Yo, we about to, we about the Lord's Baby, work, you man. And me. Wait, wait. Not wrong song, right? What's that? Tony Tony song? Yeah, that's Tony Tony. You know Tony. what else song they sing? What? It never rains in Southern California. <laughs> and they wait, tell wait, wait, me wait. I see you when I get there. <laughs> Sorry guys, inside I, joke. I was gonna open it. With, I was gonna open it with. I wish they all could be California. Yeah. Girls. I can't so you got the best it. part. The best part of that song it, is that. <laughs> yo, wow, after bro, they bro. sing the hook, right? Oh, you, you hear a little voice in the background that says, "See you when I get there." Yeah, right. <laughs> yo, that's how I was gonna open the episode, but you just started. <laughs> I was gonna open it. I wish they all could be California girls. We can't be having inside jokes. Word, yo, why? 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 Long inside chill, joke. Chill, chill. Now you know why, Ange? Because one day you go reveal. It. Exactly. Nah, it'll come out. Reveal nothing. It'll, it'll, it'll come, come out. It's all right. Everything in the darkness. <laughs> yo, B. Must come to light. Yeah, yo. peeking, man. I'll clean it up. I'll clean it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So how's how's everybody doing? Doing part episode Chilling, twelve. Yeah, everybody we hanging good? in there. We hanging in there. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, man. Even though y'all ugly, <laughs> I love y'all. I love you know. Love, love you too, talking bro. to y'all. I'm. I feel sorry for the people when the video comes. I out. I know. We kind of hard. We kind of hard on the eyes, man. man. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have somebody sit in for me. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just, just and just dub it. Just wear a mask. You have a double. Yeah, your body just, double. I just tell him just move your mouth, and I'll just you know. <laughs> lip sync. It'll, it'll be like, like the China anime, like the kung fu flicks. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be, it'll be like a Bible study anime. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Word up. We're kind of hard on the eyes, though. Some six Marcus, four. Marcus said that we um, guy. We go on the video soon, so your boy Filthy went and bought a body, uh, a heavy bag. I got the room he speaks with about the weights. The <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Filthy oh, about to man. get crazy. Damn, I'm telling you, singing. boy. Yo. <laughs> Why are you singing, Ann? Yo, because my guns. Because he's going, going. Gun show. Back, back to Cali, Cali. <laughs> Yo. Yo, these guns in six weeks, boy. 
man, this is hilarious. It's about, to, it's about to be the gun show. Yo, I'm yo, I'm selling <laughs> tickets to the gun show. <laughs> yo, he's singing for yo, yo he's he singing. Yo, I never yo, heard this guy yo, sing this yo. much <laughs> in my life. Other than worship, yo, night. yo, hold on, hold on. Oh, speaking of worship, other than worship night. Speaking of worship, blessing everybody. Plug. LiberationGeneration.org is the worship ministry the Lord has given me. We having a worship event this Saturday, two to six, um, out in Brooklyn. So please check out the website for information. It's gonna be blessed. Um, LiberationGeneration.org for more info. All right, y'all could come out and meet filthy. <laughs> you hear me, Mike? Being that you're the only one that listens. <laughs> Yeah, yeah definitely crazy. liberation. I've been I've been to a few of those. It's always blessed. Amen, always blessed. Yeah. You're gonna have uh, how many worship teams? Four worship yeah, teams. Yeah, we got four worship teams. Two coming from Jersey. We got a Brooklyn squad. Nice Spanish, uh, Spanish too. Spanish team. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be. Are we singing in Spanish? Uh, I think one or two songs. A couple of songs in Spanish. Where's yeah. it gonna be at? You said the address already. You ain't said nah, the address. It's, um, Trinity Tabernacle of Gravesend is the church. Shout okay. out to Pastor Pinto. Just nice. opening up. He, it's it's an outdoor event too. Everybody. So if you're worried about that, COVID, you know, uh, COVID nineteen. <laughs> it's outdoor. Bring a blanket. Bring a chair. You know, social distance. Whatever you got to do. But um, yeah, we're gonna be out there worshiping, man. It's a huge grassy outdoor area, so uh, yeah. hand sanitizers on deck. You no, know, on deck, on deck. All right, all right. I so have to refrain. Right up, they gonna shut shut you down, man. You know how, <laughs> you know how New York City come is. Come through, dog. come through. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so you know we had um, chapter seven, yep. of the Gospel of John. What you guys thought about the last chapter, man? The the, the feeding of the multitude and the bread of life. I am the bread of life. That metaphor and how it relates to our lives. Taking in Jesus and letting him be part of us. Fully committing, fully, uh, you know, letting him being part of our lives. Yo, quick, the- quick, quick uh, thoughts. I, I got a quick thought. Um, after reading it, I just wanted to just share one of the things that just came to mind. Um, as I was, I've read Psalms 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. And I like that part with the still waters. Only because in the first part, you remember when he had everybody sit down mm-hmm. on the green grass. And this is like at the pastures, you know what I'm saying? In Psalm 23. And then after that, um, to show how Jesus is our shepherd and, you know, makes us to sit down, right, in order to receive from him. Right. And then he said, then I'm going to lead you beside the still waters. And remember when he guided the disciples to get on the boat, get across the side, and there was a warring storm. Mm. And then what happened? He got in the boat and he stilled the water. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, yo, could this all have been looting? Was he pointing to Psalm 23 showing that he is the volume of the book? Mm. Wow. Yo, that's deep. That's, <laughs> yo, that's a good point. Yo, that's yo, that's crazy. So mm-hmm. it just was like jogging my mind, like, yo, this is this is very interesting. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. dog, that was a re- that's a revelation. <laughs> revelation. Reve- <laughs> Every time somebody drop a revelation, you gotta say it. Now nah, that was that was uh, definitely a good point. That was chapter six. So you know, yeah, yeah. If you didn't get a chance, go back and uh, read that chapter. You know, kind of listen to our thoughts. But we gotta get into. <clears throat> Chapter seven, seven. Mm. This is a, this is a, 
interesting number. Yeah, the um that Jesus walks on the sea, man. Like when you when you go to Sight and Sounds, I know me and Ralph we went to go see the Sight and Sounds and how they had Jesus like to reenact it. I mean, the reenacting alone was just mind blowing. You know what I mean? But just to think about Christ walking, you know, defying um nature and just the elements and you mm-hmm. know, he is he's creator. You know what I mean? Like that that act of him walking on the sea is to show, you know what I mean? Like right. oh, he he created it. So it was just every time I think about it, you know, Peter sinking and you know, Christ just saving him and just it's just it's mind blowing, dog. I think that's I think that's one of the major parts of Jesus Christ's ministry. You know, him walking on on the sea during a storm. You're talking about during a storm. You know, there's no there's no life vest because <laughs> I think the last episode we was talking about, <laughs> we was talking about how many times Marcus almost died. <laughs> My near death experiences. You know, I think that one of the episodes, so it was crazy, you know, to think that Christ, he ain't need no life vest. He ain't need no, you know what I mean? Man. He was walking on water, mm-hmm. you know, and when you, you know, people, people who don't believe in Christ, that's hard for them to, to, to fathom. You know, they always right. like, oh, how how can a man walk on water? How do you believe in a man walk on water? It's like, dog, that's the creator of the universe. You know, he created he, he created the water. <laughs> he created the sea. You know what I mean? And um, it's it's just to to show his deity because this is what the Book of John is about. You know what I mean? To show the deity of Christ. So I think that was one of the major points of that right. of that chapter. You know, that pointed that you know Jesus Christ is god not was god but is god mm. you know nice point all right so now let's jump into chapter seven and do the honors from one to nine <clears throat> after these things jesus walked in galilee for he did not want to walk to judea because the jews sought to kill him now the jews feast of tabernacles was at hand his brothers therefore said to him depart from here and go into judea that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourselves to the world. For even his brothers did not believe in him. Then Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me, because I testify of it that its works are evil. You go up to this feast. I am not yet going up to this feast, for my time has not yet fully come. When he had said these things to them, he remained in Galilee. So after these things, you know, after the stuff that happened in chapter six. So now we're, you know, it brings up this new feast. Right. And we, you know, we we discussed a a few episodes back. You know, there was at least three feasts that the men, the Jewish men had to attend. And this was one of them. And this is actually the last feast. I believe there's seven. There's like four uh, at the beginning of the year. Yes. And three in the fall, like fall type feasts. Right. So this would be the seventh of the feasts and one of the mandatory feasts that you know, the men, the Jewish men would have to attend. So 
you know, Jesus Christ, you know, he was in Galilee, more of a remote area, less action. All right. He didn't want to chill in Judea because it was too hot. Judea was hot. Right. Mm. People was why. And this is this is a real situation. Like they weren't just talking. Oh, we want to get this guy. We don't like. No, they was really. They want to kill out to kill him. Yo. He was like a fugitive Mm. out there, son. Yeah. He was like, listen, I'm not going to go and be in the areas where, you know, it's it's more dense. There's more people where all the drama is. You know, Galilee was more of a remote area, less action. People kind of, you know, minding their business and just doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So it says that. So what do we what do you what do we see? Who, Who are we introduced to? And what's happening? His brothers. Wait, Jesus had brothers? <laughs> yeah. Jesus wasn't the only child, man. He had brothers. Wait, so Mary had other kids? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yo, Joe smashed? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, <laughs> they was mad. They was married. Yeah. You know what married people do? What up? He knew her. <laughs> they smashed. <laughs> Yo, what is <laughs> What is Yo, married people have, they have sex. They, have, they whoop, have kids. They have whoopee. Yo. Whoopee, yeah. that was a good one. That, Chill, son. Stop talking to me. I'm single. <laughs> I don't want to know about the Yo, smash. This is, and this is important, like, just because you brought that point up, because that's an actual doctrine mm-hmm. that, you know, the church teaches, the perpetual virginity of Mary. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's an actual doctrine. And actually, for this passage, they come up with many different excuses that they say that, oh, this is actually Jesus' cousins. Or this is actually Joseph uh, had another marriage, uh, a prior marriage from with children. So they come with all these things, these fabrications to try to explain the scripture away in order to continue with their thought of this perpetual virginity of Mary. Because they believe in this whole, you know, she remained a virgin and she is a co-intercessor. So, you know, this is a false doctrine. Madness. Yeah complete madness clearly she had other children and i don't know how you could possibly you know try to switch it it plainly says his brothers therefore said to him Mm. so you know mary was married she had a husband you know and they were the sons of joseph because we know that jesus was the son of mary and the son of god so joseph was Jesus's step step pops, yeah, step pops, right? Yeah, yeah, sounds right. So, what's his brother's? What's his brother saying? What's the vibe? Yo, his brothers is like, go out there. <coughs> it says, depart from here and go in Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you are doing. So, they were kind of egging him on, you know. They like, for no one does anything in secret, while he himself seeks to be known openly. And Jesus is trying to keep it low, but they like, yo, you need to go, you need to be out here. You know, you need to be out here. You need to show, you know, who you are. You know, your disciples is waiting for that. But it's crazy. Uh, Verse five says, but his brothers did not believe in him. Mm. So they're giving him this counsel of like, yeah, you, Jesus, go out there, show your works, you know, go out there, make make yourself known to people. I think they were being sarcastic, bro. Maybe. You know, because they didn't. It just says they didn't believe in him. So they were like, I think they were just messing with him, I joking mean, they, around. They thought he was crazy. Because mm. remember the part when, you know, uh, Mary, when he was in the house and um, he was teaching and Mary 
I think Mary and his brother, somebody was outside and they were like, yo, you know, they, they said they went over there because they thought he was crazy. Yeah. And he was like, who's my mother? Who's my brother? Right. It's those who do the will of my mother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the thoughts of the family probably was like, yo, you know, you, you sitting there in the house, your older brother the whole time, you done seen him, you done grew up with him, and then now he's the Messiah? He's walking around with disciples talking about I'm the Messiah. That they thought he was crazy. Yeah, that sounds crazy. You know what I mean? They thought he was crazy. So that verse 5 where it says, for even his brothers did not believe in him. You know, they, the, the, the thoughts they had about Jesus like, yo, man, this dude is bugging. He's my brother and everything, but, but he's bugging. It makes me think, though, even his brothers didn't, but his mom knew who he was. She, yeah, she you did. You know what I'm saying? So but, it's just but, like, why? if she knew, you think she would have hollered at him and told the brothers, you know, growing up that this... This dude was special. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Ange. They weren't sincere. Nah, definitely right? not. So they was coming to him like, hey, you, you're the big guy on campus, right? You're the big oh, dog. Oh, you're the big. You're the big dog. Yeah, Messiah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So now here's your chance, right? Go up to Judea. Go do your thing. Go pull them rabbits out the hat, big man. Wait, oh, right. Jesus it was a total mockery. And you, but, but part of it, if you, if you think about it, they they've seen him grow up and all this time, he was probably he was that perfect kid. Yeah. You know? He probably never got in trouble and everything something went down and Mary's like, "Yo, uh I know Jesus didn't do it. Yo, was it you, Joseph? You know, was it you? Was it you?" And so they probably had that hatred towards him like, "Yo, this guy's always perfect." You know, mm. you, yo, you know you, any of you have siblings and then your parents always look at you and you look at the other sibling <laughs> like, "I know he didn't do it. He's the good kid." Like yeah, my yeah, like yeah. my older brother. <laughs> right. You know who saying? does everything, right? Like like AD. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to AD. Shout, shout out to AD. AD. I know he be listening, so I had to shout him out. You he, know? Is, he was that perfect older brother that I used to be. Old. AD exactly. do everything right. Why you can't do nothing right? Huh, Mike? Word. Yeah, so, so I they wish Mike was Michael. more like his brother, man. Yo, chill, 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 dog. Watch out. Yo, why are you over here in Galilee hiding? Right? Yep. Why are you acting yep. in secret? Yo, you the man, right? Since you the man, go to Judea and do your thing and get your disciples, right? Because, you know, we just read last chapter when Jesus was talking about him being the bread and the things that he was saying that was very hard for a lot of people to digest and a lot of his disciples left. Yeah. So they're probably like poking at him, you know, and yeah, you, you lost some guys, right? Mm-hmm. Now go get them back. Yo, go do your thing. Egging right. them on, but they're not sincere, mm-hmm. right? And now you can see the jealousy in that. You could see the, you know, imagine growing up with Jesus as your older brother who was perfect, right? Because now all that exposes is your imperfections imperfections and you just grew up with that and he was just a regular dude for 30 something years for 30 years Mm -hmm. right so even like you said you know mary she she got the the angel came to mary but you're with this guy every day and he's just doing regular stuff every day for 30 years and your whole life growing up with him he's just been jesus working you know as a carpenter just doing regular stuff and now all of a sudden his ministry starts yo i'm the messiah <laughs> you so now yeah. you kind of see like yo we always knew something was weird about you because you was always perfect but now you're coming with this 
this revelation, this truth. And then we're seeing not even, and think about it, man. Sometimes the hardest people to, you know, talk to about God, talk to about the truth, is your family members. 100% right. 100% right. Yeah. That's what Jesus said. Uh, prophet don't have honor in his own town. Mm -hmm. You know, when he went back home, I mean, they tried to throw him off the bridge headlong. When he went to the synagogue and he said, this day that the scripture is fulfilled, that I came to set the captives free. Mm -hmm. That was the synagogue that you're talking about he went to for 30 years of his life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they tried to throw him off the bridge. So it's the people that's sometimes yeah. the people that's the closest to you that look at you like, man, what are you talking about? Yo, get out of here. If you give, if you bringing them the truth. Right. And this is, there's another application to that as well. For, you know, how many people go to church and sit in church every day, hear about Jesus. So you're in the same house here, but you never actually come to know him personally. It's never been a real revelation where Jesus is real to you. Mm -hmm. But every day you go to church every day raised, you hear these sermons raised you're raised church. in the church you know you probably even pick up the bible and sometimes maybe read mm -hmm. you know listen to you know but never actually met the savior and had a personal relationship with him it's all just been intellectual um exercise and mm -hmm. just you know just or just an emotional thing and it's never been real so because they were in the house with him and you know what one of the one of the things that made me think about it brought me to this the, to this verse in Psalms, because I've been trying to look for Jesus everywhere in the scriptures, right? And in in Psalm sixty-eight, it says, Psalm I mean sixty-nine, verse eight, it says, "I am become a stranger mm -hmm. unto my brethren, mm. and an alien unto my mother's children." He was like my mother's children, right? <laughs> so showing you, there's a distinction there where because they don't have the same father they have the same mother right so that's what he specifically said my mother's children i'm a stranger to them in my own house yeah. so that kind of like spoke to me wow and, and that's a great point you brought up talking about religion talking about tradition so now these guys are getting ready to go to the feast and if you notice in verse two it says now the jews feast of tabernacle mm. this is not the jews feast it's the lord's feast yeah. All right. When Amen. you go back into you know Leviticus or Deuteronomy, yes. it's the Lord's feast. But you notice how the Holy Spirit calls it the Jews' feast now, because though you guys took this and went left, mm. Mm, and then you're looking at these men, the truth is in front of them, the Messiah is in front of them, right? Mm -hmm. But they're talking about going to the feast, this tradition, right? right? This tradition <laughs> that's actually supposed to point to the savior right all these things are pointed to jesus christ mm -hmm. jesus christ is in front of you but you don't see it mm. right you're not able to recognize the truth you miss the truth but you're still caught up in the tradition so you got to go mm. to the feast you're going to go through all of these rituals you got to go through but you don't never see jesus yeah it's like going to easter coming uh easter when you come with your suit <laughs> Easter when, you, when Easter come around and you got your, you got your Sunday best on for Easter, or you go for Good Friday, right, right, mm -hmm. right. or you go for Christmas, you know you go for your, your you do the select day you do your select days of the year you go to mm -hmm. church, but you've never confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So um, we see them egging them on, right? That temptation, yeah, and we could even you know think about. You know, Jesus in the wilderness. You know, those type of temptations. So what was Jesus' answer to them? 
he says my time has not yet come and you know you thinking about again like throughout the whole book is that time you know you're thinking about his time on you know when he has to be crucified when he has to die for the sins of the world and he's on a timetable mm-hmm. you know he's on god's timetable it's not about he don't move when he want to move so you're just seeing just the humility of him just humbling himself under his father's uh time timetable and under god's plan right mm. how about them what what time do they move on so right. your time is always ready. Your time, because dog, you move when you want, whatever you want. Yo, wherever your belly tell you to go, <laughs> wherever your <laughs> hunger or your desire leads you, that's where you go. You always on go. You know what I'm saying? Like your time is like you guys could do whatever you want because you're not um, submitting your will to mm. to God, where God is directing your path. You mm. guys direct your own path. Mm. And it's crazy. He says the world hates me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I testify of that its works are evil. You know, he 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 gives it, he plainly gives the relationship between him and the world. You know what I mean? He's like, yo, this world hates me, and the reason they hates me is because I expose them. You know, and and that's what the truth does a lot of times. That's why you know we, you know, we're all guilty of it. Even me, I run away from the truth sometimes because it exposes you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It exposes how evil you are. It exposed all these ulterior motives that you think you, you 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 didn't think you have. You know, everybody, you know, you a lot of times you talk to people, you know, but oh, I got a good heart. No, you don't. Your <laughs> yeah. heart is desperately wicked. And when you come close to the truth, you know, which is Jesus Christ, you know, he's saying, he says, yo, the world hate me because I'm, I testify of its evil works. What I like there also right before that is he says the world cannot hate you. Mm, yeah. He said that to his brothers, and that hit me hard. He's like, "Are you giving the world a reason to hate you? Because you know that they hate they hate Christ, you know, because he's calling them out for their sins." So he, he's saying to his brothers, "You have no reason for the world to hate you because you ain't calling them out. You're not living that life mm-hmm. for Christ, you know." And as as a believer, you know, I I never want I I want the world to have reasons to hate me. Because I want to call out the truth, you know, and, and it's obviously I do it in love, but to be a underground Christian and, and, and for no one to know that Jesus is my Lord and Savior and not have a reason to hate me, that's not the life that I want to live, man. And it's a challenge, you know what I mean? Because look, look where it got, got him to the point where people want to kill him. Exactly. You know, when right. you speak the truth, it's, you know, you got to, that, that word hate is a strong word. You know what I mean? So it's like it, that the hate drove them to the point where they wanted to kill Christ. And, you know, so many times I read about David's life, how Saul was hunting from him, for him. And I would just think about just like, yo, how does it feel to, you know, people was out to kill him. But he can't even move when he want to move. You know, he had to fall back. But he tells them, he was like, yo, man, the world don't hate you. Go up to your feast, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fall back. And again, he says, my time has not yet fully come. I think this so, was about six months, right? Yeah, six months after. Yeah, six months, yeah, six after months. the Passover. No, I mean, like, I think he had six months left in his before he was going to be crucified. Oh. I think at this time. Yeah. I thought it was six months after the Passover. So, you know, whenever you speak against the world, whenever you expose the truth, you know, Christ was speaking against this world that the the Jewish leaders created and what everybody was following 
you know, totally disregarding the spirit of God, the spirit of love, the spirit of the law, right? And following these traditions. And Christ straight up was just like, nah, it's, it's, it's off. You know, he was speaking against it and they hated him for that. So now, um, and basically, you know, we see them trying to egg him on to make a move to go to the feast. And he was like, nah, I'm not going to move off of your time. You're not going to tell me when to go. Word. I'm moving off of the father's time when exactly. he tells me to go. And that's pretty much what, you know, he was saying. So he was like, yo, when it's the right time, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm on a timetable, right? And we, I, I think we've read that before where it's, it's hinted that, like, even his time was submitted to God the Father. Yep. You know? And so... Let's go on, read from 10 to 15. But when his brothers had gone up, then he also went up to the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much complaining among the people concerning him. Some said he is good. Others said no, on the contrary, he deceives the people. However, no one spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. Till when? Uh, 15. Now about the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, how does this man know letters, having never studied? Mm -hmm. So, um, so the, you know, his brothers went up. And then when it was time for him to go up, he went up. Right. And he went up secretly, like. We already read that they out to kill him. So he's like, listen, I'm going to just keep it low key. I'm going to roll up. You know, no problem, no fuss. I'm not going to make a big splash. Right. And we get introduced to uh, a, a few groups, a couple of groups here. Right. You have the Jews and then you have the people. And then you have uh, the, leaders, the leaders, right? The religious leaders. Right. So, you know, the religious leaders, the Pharisees and, and the scribes and the Sadducees, Sadducees, you know, those are the guys. And you had the, the, the Jews, which were the people that lived in that uh, Ju Ju Judea region, mm -hmm. right? And then since this was a feast, you had the people. That came to f observe the feast. Right. So now... You know, the the people that came to observe, they, they probably don't have as much information as the other people that live in the city because they're in the mix. And then they're more, I, you could imagine how the, the religious leaders probably have more influence on the people of the city, which is the Jews, right? That's how it kind of labels those different groups. So you have the people, you have the Jews, and then you have the, Religious leaders. Religious. Religious. Wow. What <laughs> the, happened? The, tongue, tongue the tied. Religious. Tongue religious leaders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they control the media. So. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you had you had you had CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. <laughs> yeah. This guy. And, and the Jews. And the Jews were the, were the people with cable. <laughs> And the people were just, you know, confused. <laughs> <laughs> confused. 
control the media, dog. Oh, man. Nah, think about it. Nah, you right. They control yeah, they the, cont- the thought, right? Yeah. They, yep. they, you know, they had they had a lock on the pulse of, of the people in the right. region. You sure the Jews weren't the leaders? In verse 11. Read it. Read verse 11. It says, Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? Yeah. That seems like a leadership type of comment. You know what I mean? To me, like that doesn't seem like just the people that live there. That look, that sounds like the crew, the, you know, the Pharisees, the Sadducees and them like looking for him. Like, you know what I mean? Like you never really see the people like the regular. I, I think it was the Jew. It, it, I think it's, the, it's more like the mob. You understand what I'm saying? Like the mob of people who and it could be a mixture. You understand what I'm saying? It's, I don't yeah. think it's really clear, but when it, when you see it says the Jews, a lot of times it comes they come with confrontation. So it's more like of just people probably in the same like like mindedness of how they felt about him. But I think I, it was a mixture. I think it was more like I think the the spirit the way he the way the Holy Spirit wants us to see it is like this is the mob. You know how yeah, the mob yeah. come I for mean, you? Not, like your dog. We don't like what you're saying, so we're gonna come to your front door and we're gonna break yeah. it down and we're gonna tear up your neighborhoods. And we're gonna riot yeah, I'm just, and, loot I'm just and saying stuff like that. You know usually, it's it's just the, the leaders were the ones <laughs> doing it. It's the mob, that. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, it's no, like yeah, the mob mentality. Yeah, because because the, the things that when it when it classifies the Jews, I think it's talking about like this is the Jews encompasses uh, the leadership and the citizens of Jerusalem. Right. right. You know, okay. so it, it's under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have the you know the Pharisees, Sadducees, you know, Sanhedrin, the scribe, and the the citizens of the area. You know, mm-hmm. that classifies the Jews. And then you have the people, the people that came in from all the other areas to come and celebrate yeah. the feast. It, it'll kind of differentiate yeah. them. And you'll see, yeah. which is, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So now um, we, we see Jesus' Jesus' character come into question, right? So, you know, the Jews saw him. Obviously, you're dealing with the people in the city now. And they know they're in the mix, so they know what's going on. So they were like, "Yo, where he at?" Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they know, like, "Yo, it's hot. Streets is streets want this dude." Right up. You know what I'm saying? So now we have complaining concerning his character, right? Yes. Is he a good person, mm. or is he a deceiver? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So now his character is coming into question, and dog's the same argument that happens till this day. Mm-hmm. You know, based on Jesus's character. So now, if he's a good person, right? A good person won't deceive you. Correct. So if he's a good person, then everything that he's saying is good, and everything that he's saying is is true. But if he's not, and he's a deceiver, then everything that he's saying is a lie. So then, it, it, what other category could he fall in? So that's that's the murmuring that's the talking that's the complaining that's happening among the people so we're seeing a division happening right and it, it makes sense because um, and this is between the jews and in the people right because like we were saying the the sanhedrin the leaders they're controlling um the information that's going out there they're telling the people oh no this guy's wrong like he's going he's breaking the because remember this he just to them they consider him a sabbath breaker but in the people that don't live there that came, the people, you know, they hearing, yo, he healed people, he's curing people. So it's like, yo, mm-hmm. wait a second. I thought this guy's a good dude. Why are you guys saying he's a deceiver? Yeah. Right. So so the people from the outside are coming in like, yo, this guy, Jesus, he does good stuff. 
But the people that's in the region, they're getting brainwashed, mm-hmm. right? So despite the stuff that they're seeing and the stuff yeah. that they're hearing, wow. their influence is coming from the leaders that's saying, no, this guy is, he's a devil. Yep. He's mm-hmm. a lawbreaker. He broke the Sabbath. Dog, that's stoning. Stone him. That's death. Crazy. Right? So now you're seeing the complaining, you're seeing the division, and you're seeing the two camps happening right there. So even so you're telling me that even seeing isn't believing. So even they've seen him do these miracles yep. and do these good things, they couldn't tell for themselves that he was a good man. It's because they hated him. Mm. Like he said, he was like, dog, I don't want to go there. Because I testify of the evil they do, and they hate me because of that. They didn't hate him because he wasn't who he said he was. They knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's not about you knowing the truth. It's about how you respond to it, you know? And their response to it is hate. Right. So like, they were being prejudiced? Yeah. They were haters, dog. They ain't like them. Mm. Even though it was the truth, dog. They ain't like them because... And at the end of the day, they ain't like them because of who he was. They ain't like, mm. they ain't like them because... How he was exposing them, right? You know, he he was revealing who they were, mm-hmm. and a lot of right. times that's where hate. You know, when it right. comes to hate, when people hate the truth, it ain't because the truth ain't the truth. It's not that truth is revealing who I am, and I don't want to change. I want to stay the way I am. I want what I want. I want to be who I want to be. I want to act the way I want to act, and I'm not gonna change. So you know what? I'm gonna kill the truth. Mm. Right. It's a great mm. point. You guys ever, you know. Like walk into a room and a group of people know that you're a Christian, and then as soon as you walk into the room, the whole vibe of the room changes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, here, here he comes. They <laughs> <laughs> stop cursing. They lower the music with the cursing in it. Right. Like it's just. But it gets uncomfortable, right? And going right. back to John first chapter, Jesus is the light. He's coming into darkness. So now this light is exposing. Yep. The darkness. It's, it's exposing the sin. Yep. And it's either you're going to submit yourself or, dog, you're going to try to snuff out this light. And that's, right. that's all it And is. that's what we're seeing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was his fear. That's why he was like, dog, I don't want to go. And then you, we just read it. We see the division. It's going to right. cause division. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus Christ has been causing division and families yep. throughout this whole world. All right? Because right. it's either you're going to bend the knee submit humble yourself or you gotta be like yo we gotta take this light out yep and then we see it moves from his character to his teaching right mm-hmm. so now they're looking at it they marvel like yo how this guy teaching like this mm. yo he's not like us he didn't go to school he didn't go to harvard and yale and stanford right? he didn't go to seminary he didn't go to seminary how, like, how does he know <laughs> I'm just how does he know all of this stuff how is he teaching and speaking like that how does this man know letters having never studied dog we studied right we sat with so and so Mm -hmm. we got all the letters behind our names who was it Gamaliel yeah Gamaliel Hillel I know Ralph would know it (laughs) (laughs) so now they question his teaching Nicodemus all right, so he right. goes from his character, questioning his character, now questioning the things that he's saying. Yep. All right? But they can't say that what he's saying is wrong. But they just don't understand how are you able to speak in such a manner when, oh, you didn't, you didn't 
go through the schools that we went through. Yep. You're not down with us. You ain't got no degrees. You got no degrees. Word up. So what was what was Jesus' answer if we go from 16 to... 24? Yeah. Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. He who speaks from, from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moses give you the law, yet, not, yet none of you keeps the law? Why do you seek to kill me? The people answered and said, you have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? Jesus <laughs> answered and said to them, I did one work and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave you circumcision, not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses should not be broken, are you angry with me because I made a man completely well on the Sabbath? Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. Okay. Who wants to unpack that? It's a lot to unpack. Doctrine. It's not mine. Straight up. That's where we start. Yep. Yo, he who sent me, that's his doctrine. The things that I speak is from him. He tell me what to say. Mm. All right, and, and that's a that's a great point when he says this. It's not um, it's my doctrine is not mine. It's from the fathers, right? It's from the one who sent me. And Justin, just from previously, when he said, you know, where did he go to? You know, what type of school? He didn't go to any of these schoolings. And we've seen many, many great um, preachers, you know, that did not have any formal education, Amen. but they changed, you know, Christianity. Changed people. Many people got saved through them. You know, you look at D.L. Moody. You know, he never went to school and, you know, he didn't go to a seminary or anything like that. But he was moved by the Holy Spirit from the words directly from God written in this book. He learned and the Holy Spirit taught him, you know. Um, so and there's many of them. Charles Spurgeon, you know, they call him what? The preacher of preachers. The prince mm. of, peach, of yeah, preachers. Yeah, the prince of, you know, this he was he was not educated in any of these schools, but he was saved, born again. And he was taught by the Holy Spirit from above, from reading this book. So this is what Jesus is saying. He's like, my doctrine is not mine, but it's his that sent me. And this is the doctrine coming straight from heaven, straight from above. Right. So, so, so let's look at it like this, right? The Jews are looking at him and they're kind of amazed and they're questioning what he's teaching. So Jesus Christ kind of, you know, how could you know that what his teaching is true? Right, and what's the answer to that? He says, "If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority." And that's it. Yep. Right. You got people be like, "Oh, I don't know the Bible. Is it true? Is it truly the word of God?" Yeah. Right. So the challenge is, if you do, if you want to know the truth. Mm. And if you want to, right, if you want to know the doctrine, whether it's from God, you have to what? 
you gotta wanna do you gotta wanna do it you gotta wanna do it you gotta wanna do it you know it's like if you you know it's like you approach it with a mindset of obedience you know like so if you if you come into god with the mindset of like yo i love god i truly fear god i love god so whatever he tells me to do you know what i mean i'm gonna do it if you approach it like that that's when the understanding come you know a lot of people they want to sit there and they were like well i gotta understand before you do nah that's not how it works with God. You know, he's God. You know, the understanding comes with the obedience. You come and whatever God gives you an understanding of, whether it could be the smallest thing, whether God tells you, all right, get up today and pray. You go and you do it. And with that obedience, you start to see the understanding. And later on, don't you sometimes it happen later on in, in the day, something happens mm-hmm. and then you understand that God will show you, yo, this is why I told you to get up and pray that morning. Cause you almost got into a car accident, mm. you know what I mean? Or you 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 needed uh, 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 extra money to make that payment, but you didn't understand when God was poking you in the morning, like yo, just get up and pray, get up and seek My face. You understand? So it's like he's he's saying is that anyone wills to do His will, he shall know concerning the doctrine. Yeah, and I mean just to piggyback off of that, um, if for you to will to do His will, you have to come to Him. Mm-hmm. From a moral standpoint, you have to morally want to follow Jesus. Like, okay, I don't fully understand, but you know what? Because it's never an intellectual problem. It's never like yeah. there's not enough information. Right. It's any. We all have the same information. We all have the same evidences. You know. But once you make that will to find, you know what? Morally, because I know I'm sinful and I need to repent and I need to come to Jesus, and you begin to follow Him, you will be intellectually convinced that He is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And God's words prove itself, right? So if you want to know if the teaching of Jesus is true, obey it. And it'll show you that it's true. Yep. Because his word prove it, prove itself, right? And then he goes into others that speak of their own authority, right? If somebody's speaking of their own authority, they want the praise. They want yeah. you to exalt yeah. them right. and follow them, right? Because they want the glory. Right, so he's like, "Duh, I'm not even. I'm not coming of myself. Mm. I'm coming in the name of of God. Right, right. I'm not seeking my glory. I'm seeking the glorified God." Yo, I want to ask you a quick question. I mean, sometimes this bothers me. I could be off. You know, when you see some churches, you probably off. Yeah, I probably am. <laughs> I really don't know anything. Ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the times we're off. Join yeah, the club. Join yeah, the, yeah. the off club. The off you, club. You know what be bothering me is when I see like these certain churches or like the ministry after the person's name or like you see the person's person's name, the apostle, the, the apostle, whatever. On, I'm like. What? Bro, Yo, Yo, Ange, don't get Ange started with the apostle. Yo, that, that bothers me. Prophet this, prophetess that. Like, yo, yo, B, yo, I was oh. driving the other day. I saw a van. And you see, yo, B, you remember those old party flyers where you see yeah, a yeah, guy yeah. on the flyer like, yo, I got a flex coming up. <laughs> right, <at> tropical right. <laughs> reflections. <laughs> I'm driving, you see a van. And this is a church van. Uh-huh. You'll be a guy on it like, yo, dog so-and-so ministries or whatever wow and the lord coming down like why are you on hey man hey man (laughs) and the lord (laughs) hey man if you want yourself on a a van go ahead yeah that's crazy bro (laughs) i'm not judging i'm not judging yeah (laughs) you're bothered yo it should bother you as a christian if 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 
you're not speaking to give all of the glory, not just 90% of it, not 99, 100% of it to, of the glory to God. Then what are you doing it for, bro? Like, right. this is crazy what's out there in the streets today, man. Just these false prophets and... Like you said, man, claiming to be apostles, claiming to be this, like just, just shut up, man. Let let the spirit work through you. Let wow. Me, let me <laughs> let, let that discernment that the Lord has given me tell me if you're about that life. Tell him you why know? you mad. Age. I don't care about your titles. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, you care Boom. less about it, bro. Boom. And nineteen, he says, "Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law." Like he's like your dog. All of y'all is hypocrites, man. man. Like we're all right you'll be we're, you'll be we're so fake. And Christ is so real. You know what I mean? He's like your beat. He said, did not Moses give you the law, yet none of you keeps the law? Why do you seek to kill me? And the law says, thou shalt not kill. (laughs) (laughs) Word up. Yo, the law says, thou shalt not kill. And he's like, yo, how y'all trying to kill me? And the law says, thou shalt not kill me. Damn, Damn. so fake, yo. And that's why he, that, that was his favorite word for them. Yo, hypocrites. Hypocrites. You know, and I, I see it with myself. You know what I mean? So many times with the Lord and I get checked and I'll just look at him like, yo, now I see why that's your favorite word. Because, Lord, I'm a hypocrite. Word, word up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. You know what I mean? But So now so now the people, right, the people's coming in. They're like, yo, what, what are you talking about? Yo, you bugging? You got a demon? What do you mean? Who's trying to kill you? Because <laughs> these people, they're just now probably getting the scoop on what's going on. Mm. Because they're coming in for the feast. They're like, yo, who's trying to kill you? And Jesus is like, yo, I did one little thing, B. (laughs) 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 Yo, I did one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, the way he (laughs) Yo, you probably heard the frustration. (laughs) Jesus Jesus was well, like, yo, dog, I did one thing. I yeah, just did one little thing on the Sabbath. Yeah, y'all want to kill me? <laughs> yo, yeah, you could tell Jesus was like, yo, man. Yeah, the people, he was like, oh, y'all don't know? Right. I just come in the eye. Yo, I did one. And this is obviously referencing back to the pool um, of Bethesda. The pool of Bethesda, the man that was yeah. uh, 38 crippled, years yeah. crippled. And Jesus healed them on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of breaking it down to them because they're like, yo, who's who's trying to kill you? And Jesus was like, yo, dog, I did one little <laughs> one word. little thing. at me. And, and then you guys was up in arms going crazy. Now y'all want to kill me. And he breaks it down. He's like, yo, dog, you could circumcise on the Sabbath. And he's like, yo, dog, I made a man completely whole. Mm-hmm. So, now, so now with circumcision, right, a child is born eight days after that. They were to get circumcised. Right. So now he's saying, just so that you guys could keep the law of circumcision, even if it falls on the Sabbath, you guys are still doing it to keep the law. Mm. Right. And if you think of circumcision, what happens? Right. You take the little baby, you cut off the, the, the foreskin of, of his penis, and um, oh, you'll do it on the Sabbath. Right. You're, you're causing. Pain. Pain, right? And removing. You're removing stuff. Flesh. And yeah. the, the function of it. Is, is this something that's really functional? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but the important thing about that, I think, is it was supposed to be done on the eighth day after right. the, the son was born. So yeah. it didn't matter what it doesn't day matter. to them. If it fell on the Sabbath, they were still they will going still to do it. Do it just right? not to break Moses' Exactly. Yep. So now he, he compares that to what he did. He was like, your dog. 
I'm, I, I took away pain, right? I took away pain from this guy of 36 years and I made him whole. And instead of you guys being happy at the mercy, the love of God, you guys are up in arms because it was done on the Sabbath. Mm. Showing them the, the hypocrisy, yep. right? And he was like, your dog, I, I am following the law. Right. You could do good on the on the Sabbath. Yep. And what I what I did was good. But and he says don't judge according to appearance but judge with righteous judgment. So that so my question is can you judge? <laughs> don't judge me. Don't, don't judge, judge me. Don't judge me. That's actually Stop a, judging. That, that's actually a good I'm asking. I'm asking you guys can, can you judge because that's the number one thing. You know, as a believer, as a Christian, when you start to speak the word of God, the first thing I hear is, why are you always judging me? Mm. Don't judge me. That, that's, that's, that's a good question mm-hmm. for now. I mean, even yeah. though we're not on that topic, Jesus Christ says, no, don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not, that's, that's, I think it's more in Luke where he gets into it. I don't I don't know if the Gospel of John goes into that. I mean, that he doesn't part. say don't judge. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm don't just judge. saying what it says there. You know? It says don't judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. We don't so, have the we're not competent to judge correctly. And that's why he says don't do it according to appearance. Because that's most of the times that's how we're gonna judge as human beings. And and with with that, he's like, Dog, you can't right. you could never do it, right? right. So don't right. do it. Don't do it. So and, and that's the thing, because is you're judging on improper basis because right. of unmerciful condemnation of people without knowing their motives. That's it. Yep. You know, and that's the problem, you know. But you know, because God is the final judge, mm-hmm. correct? So that's the reason you can't judge improperly. Yeah. You can't unmercifully con- condemn someone. So that's what, when it talks about don't Cause judge. Because that's how they were stepping to him. They were like, exactly. you got a demon, you're off, you're this, you're that. He was like, you don't have all the information, dog. You don't even know what's going You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't judge according to appearance. And and he was exposing them again. He's exposing us as human beings. You know, a lot of times when we're looking at a situation is because that's what we, we could only see horizontal. We can't see the whole thing. Only God could see the whole picture. Right. He could see the beginning, the end, the motive, the heart. He could see all of that. Now, yeah. there, so, you know, there's yeah. certain instances, you know, if there's some madness going on in the church, you know, stuff has to be dealt with. But, yeah, that's another topic. So... Uh, verse 25, it says, Now some of them from Jerusalem said, Is this not he whom they seek to kill? But look, he speaks boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is truly the Christ? However, we know where this man is from. But when the Christ comes, no one knows where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he taught in the temple, saying, You both know me. And you know where I'm from? And I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true, whom you do not know. But I know him, for I am from him, and he sent me. 
Therefore they sought to take him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. And many of the people believed in him and said, When the Christ comes, will he do more signs than these which this man has done? Right? So now we got the people in Jerusalem, right? So they're like, yo, this is the guy. This is the Christ they're after. How come nobody's snatching him up? He's out here just just, just talking. Right. Boldly. He was like, yo, I thought they was after him. He was on the wanted poster. <laughs> Right, like yo, he's right, over. Right. Everybody's seen him. Why are they not touching him? They was like, yo, you think the leaders, you think the leaders finally, they're admitting that he's he's the Messiah, he's the Anointed One, yeah. right? Is that why they're not taking him now? Because they said they wanted to kill him. So is the reason why they're not snatching him up is because they they probably realize that he is the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? In verse twenty seven. It says, however, we know where this man is from, but when the Christ comes, no one knows where he is from. Just false information, dog. False information. And you got these are people that was in the book. But it's like you said, it's tradition. You know, their tradition is that, you know, this the Messiah is just gonna pop out of thin air and he's just gonna come. Boom. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? But like you said, like not understand like not seeing all those things in the old testament and not putting them things together. You know, they're looking at Jesus. They're like, yeah, we know where he's from. We see him raised. We know where Blocky right. from. We know where Hoodie yeah. from. We know exactly where he's from. He's this from can't... Galilee. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He can't be the Messiah because the Messiah is supposed to just pop out of thin air. Like, um, what's my man? Nightcrawler? That's how Nightcrawler <laughs> pop up. <laughs> right, right, Nightcrawler right, right. used to just pop up. <laughs> so they thought the Messiah would just pop up like that. But like you said, it's just all over years of just tradition and right. misinformation. Yeah. Skewing the scriptures and just putting your own because you had in. the religious leaders that was supposed to be teaching them the scriptures, right. reading these prophecies, right? And they say, Oh, nobody knows where he's from. That's not true. The scriptures tells you ex- explicitly where he was from, where he was going to be born. Yeah. Right. They're saying exactly. he's from Galilee, he was raised in Galilee, but his birthplace was Bethlehem. Bethlehem, yep. And he the scriptures, from. you know, the prophecies say that, yep. So we're seeing misinformation and they're basing their their uh judgment based on misinformation uh, that's why you gotta wait for the facts <laughs> you have to wait for all the facts that's right before you come to a conclusion conclusion you can't judge on superficial you know insufficient information wait for the facts you know what i like too it, man yeah. is how it says that he was speaking boldly amongst the people even th- knowing that they wanted to kill him you know, and I just, I just feel like as a Christian man, you're you gonna be martyred. Stand, you know it. You went through this already. Yo. I'm gonna stand right up in the middle, and I'm gonna speak the, boldly, even though I know these suckers want to get me. Whoa. And if they get me, it's only because the Lord allows them to. Whoa. You know what I mean? But look, he's speaking boldly in front of the people that wanted to murk him. And he was like, "Yo, dog, you know where I'm from? Word. <laughs> you think you know where I'm from? You think you know me? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me." <laughs> you know me, son. You know where I'm from, son. Who you, son? You don't know where I'm from, son. You know what I mean? I, know I, me, son. I love the way he replied. He's like, you know me, word. You know what I mean? And then he flips it to the point where he's like, your dog. I don't come from. I don't come. I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true. And he points right back to the Father. And like, like we were saying before, all the the glory hoggers. Like Christ is constantly like, yo, dog, y'all don't get it. it y'all don't get it. I, I come from above. 
And he's digging into them too. Because right. I love that point, right? When he says, whom you know not. That's yeah. a straight attack. Yeah, dog. Could you imagine Christ, when... Yo, <laughs> yeah. Yo, that was the an attack. subs? Yeah. Yo, Christ is sub king. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He'll hit you with the subs. Yeah. Yo, that was yeah. heavy. Right. He's like, I came from the fall, and you don't know them. Yeah. yeah. And could you imagine if probably ripped their garments? Yeah, you don't... Yo, when you saying that to the Jews, especially the yeah. leaders, be like, your dog, they pride themselves and yeah. having that relationship with God and knowing God. Right, like you right. thought we the just we were giving the oracles. We were giving the right. the they're, they're the gatekeepers. And mm. you come and tell them like, yo dog, you don't know God. <laughs> Straight up. You don't know him. And not only that, you know what I'm saying? He's saying, yo, I was sent. I was sent from him. Again, equating himself to God. Right, so I'm coming from heaven. So I was sent prior to my birth. I was sent from heaven. It goes all the way, you know. I think in right. chapter four, maybe five, where yeah. he read, yo, he broke all that down. You know, me and him equating himself to God, and that's the same thing that he's doing there. That's why after that, they was like, yo, yo, we ready to put hands on him, right? Because they they know exactly what he's saying, right? And he's just getting at him like, yo, dog, you don't know God. I'm, I came from heaven. He sent me over here. You don't know him. I know him. Mm. And they didn't like. They don't like that. They didn't like that at all. Yeah, that's. So you see all these attacks, right? Not only that. That he's saying that he came from heaven, all right. And I, I was, I was. This was a supernatural thing that I had to be born. You know, came. You know, on this earth or whatever from the Father. Right. And then he goes, "You don't keep the law of Moses because you guys are trying to kill me." Right. And now he says, you don't know the father. You so, don't know God. Yo, yo, so he's just attacking him at all levels. Straight hooks, <laughs> uppercuts, dog body blows. Just getting on him, right? And that's why he ain't want to come to them, dog. Because he's, he's a, the exposing. So now, you know, now they want to kill him, right? Yo, we got to take this guy out. And, but, and it says, but no one laid hand on him because his hour had not yet come. And you seeing the supernatural, the covering yeah. over, you know, the covering that the father had over him, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Like like Ann said, you know what I mean? He was speaking boldly and they couldn't do nothing to him because God, that it, it wasn't his hour. That right. wasn't part of the plan. So you're just seeing just the supernatural hand of God and the covering and the protection over his son and mm. you know that's comforting for us too yeah you know what i mean being out here like even us we we cracking this mic every week you know what i mean and a lot of things is being said and it's it's, it's gonna make people uncomfortable because we're reading the word of god but you know my, my my um my my comfort is that god has a protection and a covering over those who you know come in his will and speaking his truth amen and if if your ministry, you know, the Lord has a plan for you, right? He's going to cover you until that plan is complete. Amen. Nobody's going to be able to touch you. Yep. Right? And we have the yep. people We have the people saying, when the Christ come, will he do more signs than these, which this man has done? Right? So now, now you see the people, like, really trying to process this information. And it says they believed in him. Right? Yeah. So now yeah. they're saying, your dog, like, could somebody come and do more? Mm-hmm. Then this man did say more of the things that he's saying, right? So that they're considering it. So in verse 32, the Pharisees heard the crowd 
murmuring these things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then Jesus said to him, I shall be with you a little while longer, and then I go to him who sent me. You will seek me and not find me, and where I am you cannot come. Then the Jews said amongst themselves, Where does he intend to go, that we shall not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What is this thing that he said, you will seek me and not find me, and where I am you cannot come? It's a condemnation to them, man. So now you see what happens when um, the, the, the people, they're, they're, starting to, they're starting to click. So now when the, the enemy, right, when the enemy seeing they're losing the grip on the people, dog, they got to they gotta dispatch, you know, the forces. They gotta, right? They gotta dispatch the big yo. Go snatch them up. Go now. snatch them up. Because right? yeah. they're hearing what's happening. They're like, yo, we're losing a foothold. Mm. These people are talking. It's right? all political. They're starting, they're starting to put things together. All right, now we gotta move. Right? And then what? What? What did Jesus say? That that segment. What? What is Jesus telling them? Clearly telling them. I ain't gonna be here forever, man. You know, one day you're going to come try to look for me, and I ain't going to be here no more. And he's like, where I'm going, you can't come. Y'all think y'all got all the power, y'all could find me, you know, y'all could search me out and find me everywhere. He's like, one of these days, y'all going to come looking for me, and you ain't going to be able to find me. And where I go, you ain't going to be able to come. And again, he goes back to the Father, you know, and then I go to him who sent me. Oh, that's a great, that's an amazing condemnation to to the leaders you know and th- that's interesting and that's why you see why they so mad not only attacks them attacking them but it's it, this is also expose them to everybody else in order for them for their eyes to be unveiled so they could see these religious leaders for who they are that mm-hmm. they've been lying they've been controlling the media they've been shaping their own thoughts and without them being able to think for themselves you know so jesus is bringing to that point yo think for yourself see where i come from see the words i'm I'm kicking to you. It's coming straight from above. Mm-hmm. And this is the place I'm going to go back. And then he turns to the, you know, the leaders. You can't come there. Yo, opportunity does not last forever. Yep. You think you got all the time in the world to be, mm. you know, kicking against, to be fighting for pride to just keep you away from this? He's like, nah, dog. Soon that door is going to close. And where I'm going, heaven, you can't come because your chance is going to be gone. And it, take it to the practical sense, right? Yep. And praise God that, you know, through his power, you know, we were able to realize, because for a long time. This is grace and mercy, though. It was rejection, rejection, mm-hmm. until the point where you was like, yo, dog, that opportunity could have passed, right? It's not, it's not carb, what is it, carb blanche? Car yeah. blanche, like yeah. you could just do whatever. Nah, there's there comes a time where yo, you gotta reject for the final time, and that could have been your opportunity just gone. And Christ is saying, Dog, what I'm going to heaven, I'm sorry, but you won't be able to come over there, mm. and you're not gonna find me because mm. I'm in front of your face right now. And he's talking to the religious leaders, and y'all rejected me, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yep, and that applies to every single one of us if if somebody is not saved and they're hearing the word of God and they're constantly rejecting, constantly rejecting, there's going to come a time where, dog, your opportunity is going to be over. Yep. Yeah, man. The, the, one, 
two things that I see here, man, is that people think they have power. You know what I mean? Like the, these these leaders thought they had power to do something, when in all reality they didn't. I mean, you see it now nowadays with what's going on. You know, with people doing things to show what sort of power they they have, and and it just it, it's scary to to see that one day they're gonna meet the one who really does have the power. Um, and then the other thing that I I just had a question for y'all guys, man. What's up? Where it says. I go to him who sent me. How do you think the father felt for all those years that Jesus was on earth? You know, and he wasn't by his side. You know, he was by his side for all of eternity. But for those years that Jesus was on earth, you know, he he wasn't together with him. You know, I just thought about that the other day. Like as a father who loved, who loves your son so dearly, you know, to have him, you know, not with you. I would say he he was. Yeah. Right? Remember when he got baptized, he says, this is my son who I am well pleased. Yeah, well right? pleased, but I, being I know, with him is what I'm saying. Like, No, no. I think that fellowship. Yeah, that fellowship was there. Was continually there yeah. until the cross. Until the, the cross. cross. Yep. The fellowship not, you mean in heaven or wherever the Lord is, you think Jesus was simultaneously there and on earth? Well, I mean, I. But that's what I'm saying. I can't like, understand. No, I understand what you're saying, Ange. Like but he wasn't but, sitting. Right, on he his wasn't. Right, right he hand. wasn't on yeah. the right hand. But I don't think. I think the fellowship in the spirit. Right. Because you got to understand, he, he's in the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Yeah. The Trinity is there mm-hmm. with him throughout mm-hmm. the whole ministry. Right. You understand? So it wasn't one of those situations where. Like I get it, like physically in the yeah, physical yeah, yeah, form, yeah, yeah. he wasn't right, there. Right. So, but so you're 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 talking about it more geographically, yeah, right? right. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm thinking I about mean, it more in the fellowship, like the unity yeah. didn't I mean, break. You got to think yeah. though, like the fellowship, because if he he was always praying, like he prayed as much as he because he needed that fellowship. So when he wasn't praying, mm. it was still there. Then it that tightness nah, wasn't. It was, it was nah, always it was there. Always there. It was think always so? there. Yeah, definitely. And we we could we could reference it back to <clears throat> Genesis, right? And you think of Adam before the the fall, that fellowship that was there, right? That union yeah. that wasn't uh, interrupted until sin came into the picture. Because so, God is spirit, bro. Yeah, God is spirit. So you know, you know what I mean. So, I understand. I understand. Yeah, exactly I get what, what you're, saying, you're saying. But God is spirit. But man. and and just kind of like you know, I think in a prayer where Jesus talks about that fellowship that He has with the Father, He wants us to have that too. John 17, mm-hmm. right? So when we get to that, we'll we'll see, <clears throat> dissect exactly what Jesus was saying. So the same fellowship that Jesus had with the Father over here. We have that same opportunity to Amen. have that same fellowship. Yep. Okay. Okay. So it was on the cross where that separation occurred. Um, right. So if somebody want to read thirty-seven to forty-four. Um, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, "If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said." Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said of a truth, this is the prophet. 
Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Have not the scripture said that Christ cometh of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem, where David was? So there was a division among the people because of him. And some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then came the officers to the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said unto them, why have you not brought him? Continue. Yeah, continue. The officers answered, never man spake like this man. Then answered them to the Pharisees, are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed on him? But this people who knoweth not the law are cursed. Nicodemus saith unto them, he that came to Jesus by night, being one of them, doth our law judge any man before it hear him and know what he doeth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. And mm -hmm. every man went unto his own house. Yep. So in 37, so with the feast, there was a, uh, the final day of the feast, there was mm -hmm. this ritual where mm -hmm. I think the, the priests would walk around the, you know, in the temple eight times or something and then he would pour the water yeah they would yeah. get water from the pool of siloam yeah. and they would pour it every day of the feast yeah yeah so now you imagine jesus as soon as it's probably mad quiet as soon as <laughs> as soon as he's about to pour it up jesus jumped up he was like yo if anybody thirsts you know mm. again um that that uh for, for that satisfaction Right, just imagine you thirsty and you being satisfied, but he's talking about, you know, the spirit. Right? If anybody, listen, y'all come to this tradition every year, every year, and you know what? You're not being satisfied because this is just right. tradition. You're just doing religion. Every Easter you come every, to church. Every every day. Easter you come to church, <laughs> Yo, and you ha and the next year is harder than the last year. And, you know, and this is a teaching lesson because, like you said, the whole tradition was pouring this water, which is a, a symbol of when the water came out of the rock when they were crying out right. in the wilderness, mm -hmm. when they were thirsty. thirsty. And mm -hmm. then that water, when Moses hit it, and it fed millions of them in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. So Christ came up and said, yo, I am that one. Yep. This whole feast is about me. It's about me. <laughs> Crazy. And you, come, you guys come here every year and y'all never get it. Y'all never get what, because it turned into something else. Mm. It turned into this tradition. It turned into this religion. Yep. Right? right? Where the heart, where Christ was removed from it. All right? So he stood up. He was like, your dog, I know y'all thirsty because this is not going to help y'all. Yep. Right. All right? Come to me. And the thing is, it takes faith. Because virtually you say, he who believes in me. As the scripture says, out of his heart shall flow li living water. So it's a faith thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? With Jesus Christ, with God, it's a faith thing. Believing that Jesus Christ is, is, the, is the Messiah. Believing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. It's a faith thing. Mm -hmm. So we see, you know, when the scriptures talks about flowing water, that, you know, that's a reference to the Holy Spirit. So, mm -hmm. you know, he was also speaking about the promise of the Holy Spirit. So now we see in, in verse 40, many people are starting to, you know, they're starting to believe. They was like, yo, this is the dude. This is the Messiah. This is the anointed one. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but again, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because he says, if any who believes in me as a scripture has said. And then, you know, later on in verse uh, 41, they're talking about 
you know, will Christ come out of Galilee? Because they didn't have all the facts. Right. Right. They're thinking like, yo, this guy was born in Galilee. He was raised in Galilee. Right. But they were saying, yo, the scripture says that he's going to be of the seed of David from Bethlehem. And yeah, Christ, Christ checked those boxes. Yep. Exactly. But they just didn't know. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, you know, there was division. There was. There was some people that and believed see, him and some people that didn't. And you see Nicodemus, you know, you're seeing the growth of Nicodemus, yeah. you know, going from checking Christ at night. Now he's speaking up. Exactly. You know, yeah, and, and yeah, and that's just, you know, it's testimony to your walk, too. You know, you yeah, first get sure. saved, you come around your peoples, you kind of timid, mm. you know, to speak the truth because you're still trying to figure things out. But as you grow in the spirit of God, you become more bold. Yeah. So the officers, you know, they go back to the priests, uh, you know, they, they were sent, they were dis- dispatched to go arrest them. Right. So when they come back empty handed, they was like, yo, where, <laughs> where's, where's he at? Right. And what they say? He said, oh, are you deceit? Yo, dog, he got you too, man. They was like, no man <laughs> ever spoke like this man. Right. So they went over there to arrest them. But what Christ was speaking arrested them. Oh, the officers, the dream, yeah. yeah. The officers, yeah. They got arrested from me. It was like, yo, dog, yo, nobody ever spoke like this. Yo, and that's why the Pharisees me. was like, damn, he got you. Got yeah, him. Those, <laughs> heavy. Maybe those guys are wicked. What? That's heavy. And mm. and look at what the Pharisees say, right? The Pharisees say, oh, you caught up too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he got you. You see how he, they painted? It was like, yo, yeah. you deceived too? Yep. Right. Right. And they make it into this. You, you can see that their elite, you know, privileged position. Right. right? right. They was like, yo, all the people that believe that, they, they cursed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? It's kind of like, yo, they dumb. The only dumb people will believe in that. Yep. Right, right. That's pretty much what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. He was like, yo, y'all stupid too. Y'all caught up. Yo, none of us believe that madness. You see none of the elites, none of the learnt, none of the at- intelligent people believe in that. Only those idiots. Only those idiots over there right. believe in that. He was like, yo, the village you, idiots, yeah. You, you caught up with them too. And it's like how you said, controlling the media, controlling that narrative. Yeah. You know, if you believe in that, you believe in the truth, you believe in Jesus Christ, man, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? And once you control that narrative and you push it out, more you know, as the mob grows, you become the minority. Now you're the you're the idiot. Yo, they said the crowd that does not know the law is accursed. You see how they talk about the people? Mm. And these are the these are the men that's supposed to teach the people about God. <laughs> that's <laughs> so that's a that's a condemnation on their part, because since they're supposed to be teaching them about God, exactly. so if they don't know is your fault. So so now we see Nicodemus, right, stepping up now, right? We see his faith increasing. Because I'm sure he went and hit the books after he dealt with Christ. Yo, let me go read. Yo, is, is what Christ said, is that true? Yo, let me go into the scriptures. Let me research. Let me find out. And now you see him popping up where he's like, yo, dog, you're not going to, we're not going to, judge this man before he's even tried right because that's against the law to accuse this man and pretty much judge him talking about you're gonna kill him and he wasn't even tried right yo that was bold man that was bold. that was bold yo that took a lot of gall to do that bro and he says does our lord judge a man before it hears him and knows what he is doing so he's yo. you guys don't even know 
You guys don't have the facts. But and you guys already judging him? But it's never about the facts. And 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 and, and Nicodemus is taking it straight out of the scripture. Because that's written that's in Exodus 23 and Deuteronomy 1 about like, yo, you got to bring the facts before. Right. And, you know, the witnesses and witnesses. all these things. Before you judge a matter. But you got to keep it the laws. You got to keep it the laws. Yeah. But they're hypocrites. But you seen the heart. Uh-huh. So what happens, right? So when when Nicodemus says this, why they tell Nicodemus? <laughs> they answer this. So you a village idiot too? <laughs> Yo, are you from Galilee? And you know Galilee is the slums. Right. Right? <laughs> search, and look, search and look for no prophet has arisen out of Galilee, which was obviously wrong because who was, who was from Galilee? Jonah? Jonah, Nahum. They were from Galilee. So they was wrong. Possibly Not, Elijah. Yeah, I was wrong about that. But, you know, the oldest trick in the book, right? In order to win your argument, you slander your mm-hmm. opponent. Mm-hmm. So ad hominem attack. Yeah. So you're not going to, because Nicodemus came with something real. Like, we're right. the keepers of the law. This is what we're supposed to do. So they slander him to make him shut up, all right? Because they have nothing to say because they know he's right. And, you know, that happens a lot with people if they're if they're speaking the truth and they're speaking the word of god though you're gonna get slandered because there's no you know nobody has an argument no nobody could have a defense against the truth the truth <laughs> is the truth you yeah, either you right. have to deal with it right so they're not gonna try to fight you they're gonna say your mama <laughs> That was a yo mama. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that, was that, that great comeback. Yo mama jokes. Yo, yo, yo B, you ever get a piece of yo, yo mama? mama. <laughs> dog, everything else goes out the window. Yeah, you go straight to your mama, dog. Oh, you could have been talking about the cure for cancer and somebody hit you with yo mama. Dog, everything just goes left after that. <laughs> yo, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was a yo mama. That was, that a, was, that was a yo mama, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you and your mama from Galilee. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you see the officers, man, how they got caught. You said no man ever spoke like this man. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that that is our hope. That's the invitation, you know, why we even go through the word of God. So as you hear this, you know, throughout week in and week out, you could, you could see that, you know, no man has ever spoke like Jesus Christ. You know, he is the true, the truth, the way and the life. And that's what he speaks of. He speaks truth. Ain't no falsehood in him. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing fake about him. And as you, we go through the word, you're going to see that, that no one ever made these claims or ever spoke like Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So, and everyone went to his own house. Everybody. (laughs) Like, okay. Good to know. Everybody went home. Everybody. And again, that shows you how fake, Doug. You see with the crowd, everybody be all hype. Yo, 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 we're going to overturn this. We're going to do all of this. And then one piece of truth or light come, and everybody go to their own house. <laughs> and you're going to see that in the next chapter, how everybody yeah. just go to their own house. Mm, right. When the real come out and the truth comes out, everybody just put down their stones and go to their own house. It's like roaches, B. When you turn on the light, B, all <laughs> the roaches scurry. Uh, stop talking about roaches, man. I hate chill, roaches, chill. man. <laughs> yeah, you from the hood, man. Yeah, man. Listen, ain't no roaches yeah. in my crib. So, I mean, Ange, Ralph, you got a thought? Nah, I was just going to say just a, 
like um, one of the things that's just as the Pharisees going through the whole thing, just the whole idea that no matter how much enlightenment, no matter how much education, no matter how much of this world that you get, you know, um, it cannot, it cannot guarantee your pure heart. Mm -hmm. It cannot sanctify your will. You know, the only thing is Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can do that. That's a great point. And we, we live in a society where people equate um, money, celebrity, stardom, right? Uh, uh, accolades. They, they equate that as being, you know, wisdom. So just because mm. a guy is worth $500 million, he could come on a TV and be like, yo, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Everybody do this. Everybody do this. Yo, and people, and you know, in the society of social media, where we people are constantly consuming, you know, these images, this information, you'll be, they actually think that these people are kicking wisdom. Yep. Mm. Right. You could be a big dummy <laughs> that have a skill, and you... <laughs> You're able to make a lot of money off your skill, but you're just a big dummy. <laughs> There's a lot of big dummies out there. And then just because you come on the TV and be like, yo, blah, blah, you blah. You should do that. You should do this. I think we should do this. I everybody think, do I this. I think everybody do this. And everybody does it. And then people's like, yeah, he, he, he drives a Lambo. <laughs> so he must be right. Or he has a degree. Uh, or he's a right. doctor. Or we should listen there. to him. He's the doctor. Like, nah, man. Yo facts we're seeing in this in this uh, chapter where people's facts was just all messed up right. and nobody nobody is gonna step up and ask nobody's gonna step up and do the research for themselves right and again understand that not everybody had an app a bible app where they could just go read no you had to go to the temple you had to ask questions and you had to research for yourself so all the stuff they were saying just flying out of their mouths it's probably stuff that they heard but never really right so now you're seeing the real in front of you you're seeing these things happening you're seeing the world being turned upside down by this one man yep but it's just yo just yeah. misinformation and nobody had the incentive to go and research for themselves my thing is just the reaction to the truth when they when they were when the truth, when they were faced with the truth, what they did, they hated, they slandered, they wanted to kill it, they wanted to snuff it out, yep. they wanted to wipe it out, and it's the same thing that I see now. You know, when people are approached with the truth and when the truth comes to us, how do we respond? That's my question to me, myself, and to everybody. How do you respond to the truth? Do you embrace it or do you want to kill it? Kill it. Or do you want to slander it? Your mama. Your <laughs> mama's mama. <laughs> your mama from Galilee. That's your, why your mama from Galilee. <laughs> <laughs> your Edge, Edge, close us, close us out with a prayer, man. I got you, man. But remember to stay bold, my fellow Christians out there. Martyrdom. Speak boldly when you're surrounded, man. Yo. Martyrdom. Yo, Marcus, chill, bro. So I'm getting raptured, though. All right. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Rapture to go. <laughs> <laughs> you could keep martyrdom. I'll take Rapture. <laughs> Yo, Heavenly Father, Lord, we are just so grateful for another opportunity to come together as brothers to speak about your word, Lord, to learn about you, to dissect uh, the, the precious gift that you've given us, Lord. And 
Uh, we pray that it would touch hearts and edify hearts, Lord, but most importantly, that it would encourage others to do the same and mm -hmm. to get together, Lord, and just start dissecting the word amongst their brothers and sisters, Lord. This is a... Uh, there's nothing special going on here. It's just four guys who don't know it, a lot of things coming together and talking about it, Lord. So, Jesus, we love you. We look forward to seeing your face, whether it be via rapture or martyrdom, whatever it is, Lord. Um, we know that you are going to comfort us for all of eternity. So, in your precious and wonderful name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.